0: Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, March 22nd, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Donald Trump plots his return to social media. The Pope calls for a global fight against organized crime. Miami declares a state of emergency as spring breakers run wild. Economists rank the highest tax states in the USA. And a new survey lists the happiest places on earth. Also ahead, turning children into racists. But first, advisors to President Trump confirming he will launch his own social network shortly. Mr. Trump was banned for life from Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for allegedly inciting the Capitol Hill incursion last January. He will likely use the new platform to target political opponents in the midterm elections. Pope Francis, urging the faithful to fight against groups like the mafia, saying criminals around the world are exploiting the pandemic. Gangsters in Europe are selling COVID vaccine on the black market. Police in America say organized crime outfits are using the shutdown to offer exorbitant loans with outrageous interest rates. City of Miami Beach, imposing an emergency curfew between 8 p.m. and 6 a.m., after thousands of crazed partiers overwhelmed police and trashed local businesses. Dozens were detained for fighting, stealing, violating the town's mask mandate. No pedestrians will be allowed on the streets of Miami Beach during the curfew. USA Today revealing the most taxed states in the country. Surprisingly, Kansas comes in fifth. Its government there takes about 14% of incomes. Next, Pennsylvania, followed by New York and Connecticut, the worst place in America for your wallet, Illinois. Folks there pay an average of $10,000 a year on top of federal taxes, and Illinois is still broke. New study from the United Nations ranks the happiest places on the planet. Despite the shutdown, European nations occupy nine of the 10 top spots. Finland coming in at number one. The USA drops to 19. Happiness factors include personal finances, job opportunities, and access to health care. I have been to Finland. They may be happy over there, but they're also cold. Very cold. In a moment teaching kids to be racist, right back. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, turning children into racists. Imagine you are a third grader in the Wake County, North Carolina School District, the largest in the state. All around you are kids of different ethnicities and colors. Your parents say you're in school to learn things that will help you in later life. But there is something very wrong in your school. Because you're just nine years old, you may not fully understand what is being presented to you, at least by some teachers. Their attitude about American society is hateful, and that is being passed on to you, the nine year old student. According to reporting by the magazine City Journal, more than 200 North Carolina teachers attended a racially provocative conference, and the Wake County Public Schools have launched a campaign entitled Whiteness in Educational Spaces. Basically, some schools are forming equity teams that are pushing a concept called anti-racism. According to documents obtained by journalist A.P. Dillon, teachers are being instructed that white cultural values include denial, fear, blame, control, punishment, and one-dimensional thinking. Of course, any group could have elements that embrace those things, but for the Wake schools, it seems to be an exclusively white problem. In one conference session, the argument was made that whiteness perpetuates the American system of injustice. Therefore, teachers should challenge the dominant ideology of whiteness and actually disrupt white culture in the classroom. This incredibly racist point of view is not just on display among some woke in Wake County. It's taken root all over the country. The race hustlers who peddle this pernicious propaganda also advise teachers to disrupt any parent who might object to having his or her child brainwashed. Quote, you can't let parents deter you from the work. White children are benefiting from the system. Unquote. This is simply horrible. Young children being taught skin color dictates their lives. Talk about creating division and bitterness. But if you confront the educational bigots, you are immediately branded a bigot yourself. You are canceled, loathed, Your reputation sullied. This is the great far left racist strategy. Oppose us, we'll destroy you. Many public schools and colleges are now spreading a contagion far worse than COVID. It is a poison that harms the minds of American students who should be taught the virtues of brotherhood and sisterhood. Instead, many kids are getting lessons on the evils of whiteness. And for this illness, There will be no vaccine. The damage may be permanent. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillO'Reilly.com. BillO'Reilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses all accessible free now you might want to check out constitution 101 the meaning and history of the us constitution a 12 lecture self paced course gain insights into the constitution's design its challenges during the civil war and its century long struggles with progressivism and liberalism you can enroll at hillsdale.edu/bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu bill to register. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in 1933, recently inaugurated President Franklin Roosevelt signed a series of laws that legalized the sale of beer and wine in the USA. The new rules would lead to the end of Prohibition. Here's how the failed policy came to a close. In 1919, Congress passed the Volstead Act, allowing the government to enforce the 18th Amendment to the Constitution, which was ratified nine months earlier. Known as the Prohibition Amendment, it banned the manufacture, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors in the United States. The movement to ban booze began in the early years of the 19th century, when folks concerned about the adverse effects of alcohol began forming local societies to promote temperance. The Anti-Saloon League, founded in Ohio in 1893 and organized as a national society two years later, helped pave the way for passage of the 18th Amendment banning booze. Once implemented, the experiment was a total failure. The consumption of alcohol stayed about the same in most of America. Prohibition did force the liquor industry underground, creating a criminal underworld dominated by gangsters like Al Capone. Also, thousands got sick or even died from bathtub gin and other concoctions made in people's basements. The government passed the 21st Amendment in 1933, repealing prohibition in every state. And here's something else you might not know. Americans now consume more alcohol than ever before. COVID is largely responsible. Recent poll from Gallup shows 65% of American adults now consider themselves regular drinkers. Maybe that's because while state officials ordered people to stay inside, every state in the union, including California, also classified liquor stores as essential businesses, so they stayed open. Maybe that's why people are boozing it up. Back after this. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to a slash bill to save $50. Bucks. That's a slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield, protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.